0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Empowering Our Future with Mind Renewal. Yesterday in our team meeting, Igniting Hope team meeting, we were reading chapter three of my book, the culture of empowerment of the original book and it's Wendy's chapter of empowering yourself. What a great chapter that is. And just this whole thought about how do we empower ourselves? By the way, we have a new version of the culture of empowerment, the culture of empowerment organizational and business version is available right now on Amazon. We're going to be promoting that book soon and tying that in with our course, The Culture of Empowerment. But that is a great resource for business leaders, organizational leaders, anybody who wants to go to the next level in leading people well and in a healthy way and building big people, not organizations. So we have two versions of the book, The Culture of Empowerment. And this, today, we're talking about empowering our future with mind renewal. Now, I want to remind you, the word metamorpho is translated four times in the New Testament. Two times it's translated transfigured, when Jesus was transfigured on the mountain. It's translated in Romans 12, 2, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, be metamorphosed or be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. We could say that, and in 2 Corinthians 3, 18 and we, as looking in a mirror, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed, or being metamorphosed at that moment and into the same image, and we're being transformed from one degree of glory to another. There's really two ways that we can change, and we are wired to change. We are not predestined or fixed with a certain potential. We can grow. We can become what we never thought we could become. So there's two ways to access the change. One is through beholding His glory. The other is through renewing the mind. And I love talking about beholding His glory because it says in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that we as looking in a mirror beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image, the same image that we're beholding Him of, we become changed into. We're beholding him as as good, we become good. We behold him as righteous, we become righteous. As we acknowledge him, as we thank him, as we praise him, that is really the power of thanksgiving and praise and worship because we become transformed from one degree of glory to another. And it's important to know it's progressive. This change is progressive and it keeps going we're not just zapped into a particular experience it is from one degree of glory to another but i want to talk today about empowering our future with mind renewal it's one of my passions we have a course called the transformational mind renewal course which gives the five steps of radical mind renewal And so, again, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. It doesn't say be transformed by trying harder. It says by the renewing of your mind. Transformation ultimately is going to come through what we believe, not what we do. What we believe is more important than what we do. And what we do is important. But even to go higher in what we do, we need to go higher in what we believe. Now, the renewing of the mind can be positive and negative. Certainly Romans 12:2 is talking about positive mind renewal and positive transformation. But the principle here is is that whatever we renew our mind with now will transform our future tomorrow, positive or negative. Current beliefs create future experience. I used to only renew my mind with my feelings and my past experience. And again, we'll say this, renewing the mind is whatever we come into agreement with, whatever we give our amen to, and and most of that is done passively. We don't consciously think about it. We experience something that's difficult and then we believe it's hard for us we might get up and speak in front of people and it's not a pleasant experience and so we renew our mind with the lie that we are not an effective communicator that we can't speak well in front of others we renew our mind we come passively into agreement with that and then we transform our future into difficulty in in speaking if i feel weak then i i i would have a tendency to want to renew my mind with the belief that I am weak. If I struggle to have heart connections with people, then there's going to be the temptation to renew my mind with the lie that I do not do relationships well. Now, last week, I talked about in the podcast about conclusions and that Our conclusions about a situation is almost always more important than the situation. But let's bring that home that my conclusions about me are often and usually more important than anything that's happening. If I seem to fail in an area, my conclusion about me resulted from that apparent failure is more important than the failure because If I renew my mind constantly with my feelings and my past experience, then I'm just going to repeat that in my life. In order to experience something higher, I need to believe something higher. The nature of faith is that we believe before we see. I used to only believe better when I experienced something better. (laughs) and basically told the Lord, hey, Lord, I'll make a deal with you. How about this? I'll get better beliefs when things start getting better in my life and in my feelings. Then I'll get better beliefs. He said, is that okay with you? He said, no, that's not okay with me because that's not how this thing works. We get better beliefs in a time where our experience and our feelings are not lining up with what we want to see. It's called faith. And what's so amazing is, is that our experience and feelings will catch up to our beliefs, and the gap time is called faith. So that this is why, and this message that we release in, in Igniting Hope about declarations, about imagining your future uh, with, through the promises of God, Believing who God says we are believing what he says we can do believing what he says we have even before We experience and feel it that is the nature of the faith walk and so be transformed by the renewing of your mind now I would I'll say it again. I had the tendency and sometimes still do of passively agreeing with these feelings and experiences that i have that are not consistent with who god says i am and what he says i can do now each agreement it can be as simple as i don't remember names well okay i experience that let's say i experience again i don't remember somebody's name well and so the temptation the temptation is for me to conclude that i do not remember names well now it's a bummer for me if I conclude that passively because then I'm renewing my mind with that and I will transform my future into not remembering names well. Now, I might do other things to help me remember names well, write things down, get strategies, etc. But I believe the most important thing I need to do is to believe I have a sound mind. I've got the mind of Christ that the Bible says and that I am a person who remembers names well. The greatest strongholds blocking the purposes of God are in our minds. And there's nothing passive about how, how we're to think. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of christ now understand this the mind is the battleground it is the warfare for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal and the whole context of this is talking about thinking so our mind is the battleground and just as gideon pulled down his father's idol in judges six we are to pull down strongholds in our thinking it's an aggressive act We are to cast down arguments and high things, lies, trying to exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. We're to cast them down. We're to throw them down. This is a, a violent thing, and we need to take every thought captive. They are not going to willingly surrender. And so this mind renewal, this radical mind renewal, is not... Just for the faint of heart. It's not just for, well, oh, I'll try to, you know, maybe think a little. No, it is, it is a radical declaration of war. I've declared war on my mind about 25, 30 years ago, and there's been no ceasefire. No ceasefire. Now, it reminds me of Matthew 11, 12. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. And so this, this talking about we empower our future through mind renewal, our positive future, this thing is is warfare. And we celebrate progress, not perfection. And let me just say this, hey, if you're struggling with something, this is not the only thing you do. This is not the only thing you do. And sometimes our our. The difficulty in our feelings and our experience will lead us into getting healing for something from the past. And I I recognize that. But here's the deal. If we're going to get breakthrough, if we're going to see transformation, if we're going to get freedom in our emotions and then in our experience, it will come through us increasingly renewing our mind with what god says and not with what our experience and feelings say so as i begin to wrap this up and i'm going to go into this a little deeper next week so i begin to wrap this up my, my question is what are we renewing our mind with right now what are we coming into agreement The Lord took the phrase out of Genesis 3.11, who told you that you were naked? When God said that to Adam, he took the phrase, who told you that, and began talking to me. And I again released the who told you that. Uh, Father, I ask you for this one who's listening, use that phrase. I would say, "Um, I don't have the gift of healing or I'm not evangelistic. I, I would think that. I would renew my mind with that. And the Lord says, who told you that? Who told you that? And I realized it was my past. My past told me. I say that my family is, has difficulties or, or there's, there's a, this situation. And they say, who told you? that?" Yeah, I don't deny what's going on. I don't deny the difficulty. I don't deny my experience, but I don't agree with it. I don't say amen to it in my spirit. I say amen to what God says. Romans four seventeen. God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that are not as though they are i keep calling myself what god says even though it's not in my experience that's how i bring life to the dead let the weak say i'm strong it doesn't say let the weak think i'm strong which is a beginning point but let them say it when we start saying it and calling ourselves strong even when we're in a weak experience And if we need to get prayer, we need to take medicine, whatever, in our weakness, fine, but don't call yourself weak. Renew your mind. Don't renew your mind that you're weak. Renew your mind that you're strong. And when you say it, when you say it and you call those things that are not as though they are, you have entered into high-level mind renewal, high-level spiritual warfare, and it is going to bring transformation. It's going to bring metamorphosis. (laughs) Oh, my. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Without a vision, the people perish. Hope and vision are tied. And I'm talking to great influencers right now. The more hope we have for the future, the more we believe that we can change it in a positive way. Is the more power and purpose we'll have for the present. Hope is a catalytic force. After love, I believe hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) We're either battling disappointment, personal uh, frustration, maybe weaknesses, relational things, emotional things, just challenges, hearing bad news in the media. I realize this. there's never really a convenient time to walk in radical joy. And I say today, let's walk in radical joy. Let's stir it up. Let's stir it up first through thanksgiving and thanking God, focusing on what we have and not what we we don't have. Stir that up. Then start delighting yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Let's delight, and we'll see desires fulfilled the mantra of the delighter is lord i can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation i can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life i can't wait to see what you're going to do in 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 the nation whoo thank you lord thank you today my favorite definition of joy is this joy joy is the childlike wonder and excitement of working with god instead of working for god hey thanks so much for listening to this podcast From Igniting Hope Ministries. If this podcast blesses you, why don't you tell somebody else about it? If you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can sign up for our newsletter. Receive the blog that goes along with this podcast every week. Receive the podcast. Also, you'll know about what we're doing, uh, where we're traveling, Uh, online courses that we have with the igniting hope academy and we have so many free resources on our website declarations etc other things if you ever want to sow a financial seed into igniting hope you can go to ignitinghope.com and and that seed will will powerfully cause us to uh, share this message in ways we never have before and we believe that you'll be blessed because we believe we're good soil And also, I've been doing this lately as I close today as we focus on attaching faith to small things. Let's take five seconds. Would you take five seconds and just pray a five-second prayer over Igniting Hope Ministries, over my wife Wendy and me, our team, and the Igniting Hope family. Thank you, Lord. Yep. Let's do it right now. Amen, amen, and we attach our faith to that. We renew our minds that that prayer, that prayer was powerful. That prayer is going to cause hope to get ignited all around the world. Thank you so much. Blessings from Igniting Hope. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.